Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 73rd edition of Fan Fuel Motorsports Podcast, a podcast where fans feel talk about motorsports. Um, hello, I'm back. It's been, it feels like five weeks. Um, Colton's been holding everything down along with Nathan. We had a couple of other people hopping on and off, and uh, we've been hosting the LTC boys um, on Mondays because they're in Facebook jail. So it's been, it's been fun over here on the, uh, Facebook page for Fan Fuel. Uh, Colton, I feel like I hadn't seen you in forever. What you been up to? Uh, I've been working a lot. Shine and I had COVID, and we just got over it like last week. Um, other than that, kind of just same old shit. Yeah. Well, if you guys don't know, um, I got a new job. Um, I'm moving across state lines. Uh, that's a pain in the ass. Um, uh. Took me to 27, but I figured out being an adult is a pain in the ass. Um, a lot of extra fees. Um, moving costs money now because I don't have enough. I have too much stuff to just throw in my car to do two trips. Um, that's ridiculous. Uh, and then in my new job, I'm uh, working nights, so I'm basically going to be off the podcast every other week. So I apologize to Colton for that because he's been having to pick up my slack. Uh how many and, states uh, have you lived in? Uh, just three. Alabama, Georgia, and now South Carolina. Yeah, that's it. Kind of that little bottom corner there. Yeah, I've lived in plenty of places within those three. Uh, but uh, that's it. Hmm. Moving sucks, though. It just, does. It just sucks. But I will say this. Um, I'm at my old house. We're trying to clean it up. Apparently, we left a lot more shit than I thought we did when we took the U-Haul up there. But uh, I am currently sitting in a shitty $5 Ozark Trail lawn chair with uh, our coffee, our old-ass coffee table that we're getting rid of and a box on top of it as my desk. Um, so it, 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 it's been fun. Hell yeah. Yeah, moving's great. I've lived in five states over a okay. huge geographic area. Everywhere from like Montana, like Yellowstone area, all the way to like Las Vegas. Um, yeah, moving wow. blows, especially like the first like three days after you move, because you either don't have all your shit <clears throat> moved there yet, or you're just grabbing the last of it, which is tedious in and of itself. Or you have everything there now, you just have to take the fucking oh, un- unpack. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, you got to unpack it, put it away, so... find spots for everything, which. I think is probably the worst part about moving. Yeah. Well, for, so we've had the house for a a little bit. We've been up there for three weeks, basically. One of those weeks I haven't worked and that's when we moved everything this week. We're cleaning up the house and then next week I'm coming back to get others. The next, the following week after, after my next work week, I'm, I'm coming back to, Get some of the stuff that the uh, rental company wants to get done. So it's just a lot of unnecessary driving, in my opinion. But uh, a lot of necessary driving, on the other hand, is what we do in uh, the world of motorsports. So let's quit lollygagging about uh, what's going on with me. Uh, and let's talk Let's talk some, I guess, NASCAR? You want to talk yeah. NASCAR? I, th- I think there's NASCAR. been some, some crazy shit going on the last couple weeks. Yeah, um, I don't – I'm not optimistic about the future as a Blaney fan. 
I'm going to be honest. These last couple weeks have not gone our way. I didn't expect Watkins Glen to be that great. I thought Richmond, we had a decent chance going into the week. Um, when was the last time I talked to you on here? Ah, uh, shoot. It's been five weeks, probably. Was it the the 36-hour stream? Yeah, probably. Yeah, so, like, Michigan really let me down. Indy Road Course was hard. Um, Pocono was a rough week. So, as a Blaney fan, you're going to expect those bigger two-mile ovals to be somewhere he can he can gain a lot of points. Those uh, ones. Pocono and Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple other tracks that he's really good at. Kind of. He is. He is dead center of the field at at road courses, and that is good enough for a NASCAR driver of old. I'm not sure about now with seven road courses on there. Um, So I'm not worried about MTJ. I'm worried about Bubba Wallace and Chris Buescher and Brad Keselowski. Right. You know, those motherfuckers. I'm worried about. If I could, I would just manifest either a Blaney win or a repeat winner this week, and just. Make it fucking happen. So I don't think a repeat winner happens. I just don't think that. So I know we constantly shit on the playoffs. Um, ran out of steam with Watkins Glen, honestly, with the playoff hype. However, this has still been the most exciting year leading up to the playoffs, and I'm sure the ex- the excitement in the playoffs is going to continue. And I'm right. actually genuinely interested in it, even though I hate the – I don't think I – at this point, I think I've grown out of hating the playoffs. I just hate the one race to end it. Um but kind of in that same for, for Blaney, not to be in, I think is 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 horseshit as long as well as MTJ. Honestly, uh, we'll talk about that later on in the show. Um, but I think Ryan Blaney should be okay because because he's know. had a he's I, had a consistent had a, good year. Yeah, but if he doesn't get in, it's gonna be it, it's gonna be. A bad look on NASCAR, I think, but they won't care. That's the only problem. So I, so I had one of my buddies at work, Derek. He's probably watching this. He's probably going to text me in a second. Try to tell me it's like being a winning team in football, but just losing your division and missing the playoffs, which I don't. But it, it's I not. see his point, but it's not. You know, um, it'd be like if the wild card didn't exist in football. And if team right. went fifteen and one and missed the fucking playoffs, yeah, but you couldn't lose your division if you went fifteen and one. You could, which did. is what Blaney's basically done because he's. I don't know. Did he did he repass Ross? Is he back in the second or is he in, he's still in third? He's still in third. Okay, and then MTJ is is he fourth or fifth now? I haven't looked. He's. At I don't know. He's right around there. He's close yeah. to it. So. My problem is that they're not going to be in. Um, most likely. I do, however, think Blaney's got a better chance of being in than not. I think it's 60-40. I think William Byron is the guy that I'm looking at to save his ass. I think William Byron could be the guy that saves his ass. I think he needs that momentum. I think um, he's not had it all year, and I think he can capitalize what he had at at New Atlanta to get that done. Byron, um, Corey LaJoy would really save my ass. Yeah. If he could just pull out a win, I'd be fucking happy. Right. Um, I think Denny has a decent shot just because Denny's got speed there all the time. Absolutely. But um, also what's scary is that means that the 23 is going to have a lot of speed. Bubba is – Bubba is – He's basically Denny's junior when it comes to restrictor plate tracks. He's like getting he better. Is, he is, he's there in my opinion. He's going to be a threat if he's running between like fourth 
and 10th if there's a late race restart or right. just last couple laps. If he's running from 4th to 10th. If he's running in the lead or top two, I don't expect him to win just because we've seen him shit the bed in those situations several times. Where it seems like as soon as he gets the lead at a Daytona or Talladega, he starts throwing wild blocks all over the place and loses his momentum. I don't think he's the same Bubba. Um, I think he's already got a win. He's got a little bit less to prove. Yeah, he needs to prove to some of the haters that he can win a real race or whatever. Yeah. Um, but under the guide of uh, the least temperamental see- race car driver that we have um, in Kurt Busch and, of course, Denny Hamlin, I think – I think that Bubba's matured enough this just in this season alone that he's not going to be like my dad said, super aggressive. I don't, I don't I, see it. I'm on I that think, side. Just because I think, I think he's sense. elevated himself. He is, he is to that next level of, of cup driver. Um, so, uh, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you that I think he's starting to form into a veteran and he's starting to um, yeah. get a lot. I, I think he's a solid B driver now. I think he's like grown he's from a C driver. He's grown from a C to a B driver, and I, I yeah. think yeah, the people that will upset Ryan Blaney are going to be him. And I think Chris Busher has a damn good shot at it. And Michael McDowell, maybe those are the three. Michael McDowell, Justin Haley, uh, Justin Haley. Man, he's won a lot of them in Xfinity. I know, and he's done them when he's needed and to he's as got- well. So I don't know. Yeah, I just I haven't seen enough from from college this year. Like everybody says, they're fast and whatnot. I just they yeah, are not a race. They can be fast. They're they're not a whole team right now. I think they still need some some more years um, in 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 Cup to be where I think they could be a threat with. Someone like a Justin Haley. Now, if they had, if they had Kyle Busch, wink, wink, not not behind the wheel, that might be different. Um, but then again, it's a super speedway, and Kyle Busch has not been very super speedway esque for the last few, uh, almost a decade, it seems. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, we <laughs> seems like we're going off on a tangent. Even I don't have my we, Alex rant banner. Yeah. Um, I'm not there yet. Okay. So we'll get there to, at the end of the show. I got to introduce, I, I teased about it a couple of times. I got to introduce my fix to the playoffs, um, that I'll be doing on the website. Uh, what shout out to Nathan. Um, he's not on tonight. He is getting ready to go to Daytona. Um, you guys will be seeing a little bit less of him, um, this fall because of course fall semester is a little bit more strenuous on a med student than summer semester. So he will be pumping out a lot more articles on fanfuelmotorsports.com. So don't forget to uh, check in there. We'll have that tweeted uh, out, put on Facebook and everything um, when that stuff happens. And you'll be able to see some other stuff as well. Um, And we got some stuff working in my brain. I haven't told the guys yet because, of course, whatever. So uh, we might be looking at a new format for for this – this fall, as far as getting other guests on with Colton, since since Nate and I are going to be off pretty frequently. So we'll keep you updated on that. Um, you might be a part of FanFuel, uh, so stay posted on all of our socials, at FanFuel MSM, capital F, capital F, capital MSM. All right, now, while I've done that, I'm looking at our notes um, so I can get us back on track. Um, before we get into Watkins Glen, um, because obviously that's the, the big ticket item, um, for, for today's show, uh, let's talk about some different news. Um, I got three points that I want to get out, uh, 
all of which were basically announced today. Um, first off, uh, looks like Jeff Gordon is dusting off the steering wheel and going Porsche Cup racing um, with Ray Everham um, a little bit later in the year. What do you think of that? I think that's cool. I don't have, I don't, <laughs> I saw that today. I would just, as I was scrolling through my news feed, saw that went, huh, and then kept scrolling. Like, it was just, yeah. Hours. So I think I'm in the same boat. Like, is it cool to see Jeff Gordon behind the wheel again? Yeah. yeah. Um, when I went to the Rolex 24 last year, I was like, I'm going to get to see Jimmy Johnson again. You know, I thought I'd never get to see him race again, whatever. Um, at some point, I hope to see him in an Indy car race. I don't know if that, that happens, but realistically, um, he is going to go have fun, but he hasn't really been in a race car in a while. So this would be akin to me seeing, I don't know, um, Daryl Waltrip race in SRX right now. Like he hasn't been in the car for so long. Mm. Is it really that fun? Because like when you yeah. see Bill Elliott run in an Xfinity race a couple years ago, Bill Elliott's out there running his his uh, his all his yeah. other cars yeah, and everything Bill stuff. Like, like, yeah. like he's running stuff every every few weeks, um, running at road courses um, with Ray and stuff because they've got the they've got their little garage and they do the time attack races for their historic NASCAR stuff. Like Jeff Gordon, he's visibly gotten less fit like he's yeah. just gonna be a big ticket item to sell some tickets yeah like yeah like he look he's look he's turning into rick hendrick man i i did he's notice that today. starting to he's look just best. like him it's crazy yeah. his facial features are starting to widen out and his nose is starting to look like rick's it's very odd i don't know if they're drinking some blood over there like they used to do in the medieval yeah. times in europe or what yeah weekly but that's crazy rituals but yeah i mean it's gonna be cool to see him behind the wheel but it's a porsche cup car it's not with nascar so is it really that fun it's not on a dirt track so it's a little bit less accessible to our fans um on the oval side eh. it'll be cool i'll watch i'll watch some shit on youtube about it um i'm sure yeah. the porsche cup race will be in in entirety on on youtube um at some point um Big news uh, from uh, F1. Riding was kind of on the wall with this one. Um, Daniel Ricciardo is out at um, McLaren. They agreed to part ways. Zach Brown and he are still on good terms. But I think the bigger part of this news is that Daniel Ricciardo got offered a seat in IndyCar and did not take it. Man. What do you think about that? I think that's a shit move. I think it's a terrible move as well. Where's he going to go in F1? So, leading uh, places that he could go, right? He could go to Alfa uh, Romeo. He could go to Haas. Uh, I, he, he wants more money than he's worth is the general Formula One thing. I think Formula One needs him. He's a personality that Formula One needs. Um, and he doesn't want to go oval racing, um, which is very astonishing, knowing his love for NASCAR. Um, I don't know why. He's got a perfect ability to go sit in a McLaren seat, which is a damn good team. We saw Pato Award two years in a row nearly come home with a championship and an Indy 500 for, for those guys. Why are you not going to that seat? You're not going to get paid near as much, but you're getting a lot more fun. The racing is going to be a lot more intense, and you could win the most prestigious event in the world. Um, 
Right. Like, and you, you I, I don't know. It's very disappointing to me. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him in in some NASCAR stuff in the Xfinity series. He's shown some uh, some wanting to do that for for quite some time. Um, I would like to see him go full time in the Xfinity series if he's not uh, going to IndyCar. I mean, it'd be cool. Um, I don't think he'd do very good, but it'd be cool to see. It'd be a name out there. So I think in that in that regard, it would be like Scott McLaughlin going to IndyCar. I think he is young enough and has the talent mm. and the brash to come and compete. Is mm. it going to be at the same level? Well, probably not because he wouldn't be driving for the best team in NASCAR in the Xfinity Series. But I think he could. I think he could be akin to Marcus Ambrose, Danica Patrick type stats. Mm. He's not going to be a Juan Pablo for sure, but no, yeah. I mean, he. I wouldn't say compete. I would say he wouldn't be. One of the bottom feeders in in this era of Xfinity racing, though, there's, there's no cup drivers. There's twelve good cars on a good day. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Still, I, I I think he'd be a top fifteen car every week. I don't think so. Okay, well, we probably will never see uh, that happen. So, but if we know. do, I'll clip this. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, third thing. Um, is Project 91. Adam Stern announced around an hour ago now, 20 different people have contacted Justin Marks and the team about getting in on the action. So Justin Marks says, we're looking at six to eight races next year. Um, Mm. That's being the road courses and potentially the Daytona 500. Um, I guess... um, Project 91 was a success. Knocked it out of the park, even though the car didn't finish. I think we both can agree on that. Um, and it's it's gotten a bunch of international viewers in, and obviously international motorsports icons want into NASCAR. My question to you, Colton, um, is... Did you freeze? It's just going to be fun for these guys? Do you... Um, I don't know. Project 91 on the surface seems great. It seems like a very marketable idea, right. but does it, does it make NASCAR more valuable or take value out of NASCAR because these world-class talents are coming just to play around in our stuff? No, I would say it's more of a, um, I would say it adds value. Absolutely. Um, like you got, you might get some guys in there that run one or two races with it and then love it and then want to go sign on to an Xfinity team or that love it and want to partner up with someone and start their own team of some sort or want to sponsor it or want to run full time or what, what have you. Um, there's a lot of potential there. Some people will probably look at it as, oh, this is just the play around league, right? This is where guys yeah. go. Kind of like the Indy car to F1 where, you know, you just go to IndyCar if you couldn't really cut it in F1. Right. Right. Um, but I think it has – I think it's way less of a – that kind of scenario um, just because you have so many names throwing in there for one race at a time. There's not going to be many full-time contracts added because of this. Right. Um, but I do think it opens up the interest, too, of how many fans are going to go watch Kimmy 
and then let's say, I don't know, maybe they put Roman Grosjean in for one week next year. You know, well, that's another set of fans we're going to get right. to. So um, I follow a lot of people on F1 Twitter, which if you think NASCAR Twitter is toxic, um, don't get on F1 Twitter. It's oh, a lot ne- worse. Yeah, F1 um, Twitter is horrible. But I will say this. Um, a lot of people that I respect um, – from overseas um, who I and other people have been trying to get to to watch American motorsport, whether that's IndyCar or NASCAR um, have been tuning in lately because of the Marcus Harrison's, the Groshans and all of them into IndyCar. And this Kimi situation got them to watch NASCAR on Sunday. And every single one of them said that NBC coverage is amateurish they had to. They, they turned it off when Kimi. Uh, um, Kimi, Kimi Rex. They turned it off because there's no reason for them to keep watching. Um, and there's ads every five minutes, so there's no reason to keep watching. Um, if we're gonna if we're gonna go out there, we're gonna do. This is an outreach project. Um, it's it's for it's for Justin Marks to make money. And I don't blame him for that, so don't take that the wrong way. And it's for NASCAR to gain new fans. If we're going to do this, we've got to get our shit together. We've got to get on the same level as these other leagues across the world. Because Sorry, folks. <laughs> um, because uh, they, they don't have commercials in most of Europe for any sports game, even cricket matches don't have commercials. So. Well, that's just the cultural difference. Yeah. So my rant for, I I guess small rant, my rant for today is going to be the lack of streaming service. So I haven't watched a race in five weeks. I have not been able to watch a race because I've been at work uh, or sleeping during the day um, or doing stuff with moving. There is no way without a cable subscription that I can watch the race unless I do it illegally. Why is there not a commercial free stream that I can pay for? Period. Internationally, um, you see it with IMSA TV. Um, internationally, they do commercial free stuff. If you're in the U.S., you, you have to watch the commercials for NBC and stuff. At least internationally, there should be feeds where you can watch um, online Um where there's no commercial breaks. Secondly, I should be able to pay 30, 40 bucks a month, like I do, like you do for Flow, like you do for Dirt Vision, whatever, and be able to watch whatever I want under the NASCAR banner, whether it's the Will and Euro series, uh, the Peak Mexico series, the Pinty's series, ARCA, all that stuff. Everything from practice qualifying should all be on there, and it should all be commercial free. We we've got to we got to do that. Like I haven't watched the race, and then I also want to bring out the the fact that the races come out on Tuesday on YouTube. Why? Cool, NASCAR. Here's the thing: if you if you do that, people like me aren't going to watch the race live because they don't have access to it. So I can watch the race later. What, what's the point of me watching it? If I can just follow on Twitter, see what happens. If it was a good race, I can watch it on Tuesday. If not, I don't have to waste three hours of my time on Sunday. 
I have. So you make some good points about the, you know, how can we be an international sport if we're going to, you know, allow the broadcast to be this way and such. Um, there is a new TV deal coming up. And via Denny Hamlin's interview on the Dale Jr. Download led a lot of people to believe that the owners have a lot more sway in that than NASCAR would lead on. Um, I think that Marx is already in NASCAR's ear about what they want to see. We already know that the team owners are unhappy with the broadcast. We know that Marcus Lemonis is unhappy with the broadcast. Absolutely. And that's a big loss for the sport not happy the year. Yeah. Uh, sponsors are not happy with the broadcast. So this is a, I mean, this is a big issue. Right. The streaming thing has got to be in their, in their mind. Um, the only reason I think they don't have it right at this moment is because NBC has a huge um, push right now for Peacock. Absolutely. And they're moving the races over, which is puts the ball on NBC's court um, just because NASCAR now has less bargaining power. So, I know you're probably going to answer to some of my points, but I do want to rebuttal to that. I think Peacock's fantastic. I think it's a very good platform for, uh, I mean, it's just, you know, they can work on the UI, whatever. I think it's a, it's a great platform for us to build off of. NASCAR says you have to broadcast every race on TV, practice sessions, whatever you want to do, whatever, but we're going to come in and we're going to split the rights down the middle. You have to have, a streaming service for our races, for our practice sessions, for our pre and post race, for a minimum amount of time, for everything. NASCAR needs to put its foot down because Fox Sports Go and Peacock should be available to everyone commercial free. For a fee, NASCAR gets 20%. The you know, NBC or Fox, whoever's half of the year it is, gets gets 80%. I don't know, something like that. They've got to do something to where fans need to have more access. That's it. I mean, but no, that's a great idea. I think that the commercial they make, the commercial money that they make from showing the ads during the race would far outweigh the amount of new subscribers to Peacock and whatever that they're going to see if that goes, you know, the whatever they make a cut. They would have to just completely separate and make their own. They would have to. Okay. There's no other way. Um, but, I mean, we've talked about it on here. Would I pay 20, 30 bucks a month to do that? Absolutely. Absolutely, I would. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'd pay upwards of, I don't know, what's YouTube TV? 70 bucks a month? Shit, I'll pay that. If I get uninterrupted broadcasts, if I get, you know, the ability to watch race replays immediately after the race is over, um, to have all the kind of access that we're asking for, that a lot of other sports get. Right. Um, you know, live leaderboards, thing like that. I want to be able to go on and, you know, follow fucking Blaney's car around. I don't give a shit. Um, yeah, well, that's another thing. Like, like I just said, we – yeah, my dad's very correct. We are four years behind on that. It should be a, a, available. Yeah. Uh, he does bring up the issue that, that Fox doesn't really have a streaming service and Fox Sports Go is kind of trash. Yeah. Um. So – I, I will agree with that. Fox also having the truck series for the whole calendar year doesn't help. Um, I would, I would say that with the new TV deal, I would expect less Fox, more NBC. I would hope so, especially Fox, because Fox NBC has given us the ESPN treatment. Um, ESPN right. didn't want us; they still treated us like a sport. But you could tell that they were doing budget cuts at the end, right? Right. Fox is doing the same thing. 
Fox is treating us like a fucking joke and doing the budget cuts. Um, yeah. But that's a, that's another rant for another day. Um, I kind of lost track of what I was going to say. Well, so I think, like I said, we're going to see way less Fox, maybe no Fox, and way more NBC, or we split between NBC and I don't even know who the fuck else will pick it up, right? Um, CBS, maybe. Um, or we go full NBC and NBC just runs with it mostly because of who NBC has on their side as far as Dale Jr. And so, okay. So in this scenario, which I think would be my dream scenario is NBC takes over NBC gets the Fox crew and then they get to divvy up what races they want to go. They already rotate the booth and stuff, which I'm fine with. I really am fine with that. A lot of people don't like it, um, but I'm fine with them giving people different spots. I think it enhances um, the experience over the 20 weeks that they have it. If they had it for the 40-week schedule, I would love to see Mike Joy, Rick Allen, and them all stay on, same crews and everything, pit reporters, you know, give them flexibility to be with their families and not have to be on the road for 20 weeks straight. You know, everybody, everybody works for NBC. Everybody's got the same sort of, sort of deal. And then we all get Peacock, you know, extra $10 a month for the NASCAR package to have no ads. I don't know. Right. They could work something around that. I hope that's in the works and that would honestly fix the viewership issue that we're seeing, especially from new fans. Yeah. Oh, there's way too many commercials. The broadcast sucks. This, that, and the other. Um, that would fix a lot of it. I think they could get over the broadcast being a little bit more, I don't know, subpar um, if the commercials were less frequent. Right. And, you know, the broadcasters themselves were a little bit better. Yeah. And and I, and I it still goes down to – I, I, I think will, NASCAR's got to put its foot down there. They got scared over the last couple of years, I guess, and started letting TV kind of rule their stuff. I know TV brings in the money, but also, come on, guys, like put your foot down in some of those things, like with stages and stuff. We don't need any of that crap. Um, it's kind of counterintuitive. You have people with less attention spans. Of course, I, I don't agree with that, um, yet you're stopping the, the, the competition and stuff like that. That's a TV thing that NBC came up with. We know that that's – trash we don't need it um playoffs whatever i don't know i think nascar needs to put their foot down and get everything i i, I would agree um, so my dad said if fox gets strucks and and why can't nbc get expanding nbc probably doesn't want to cart their shit around the whole year they probably don't value the trucks enough because they only have oh, seven hundred thousand people Fox keep trucks, NBC keep. Well, I, I know, but I'm saying like they don't want to. They don't want to cart their stuff around for all year just for Xfinity. It's like it's probably not worth it to them. I don't know right. why Fox does it for the truck series. To be honest with you, because um, they don't give a shit about the truck series. Why not just ha- hand it over at the halfway point? Um, that would be easier on NBC. Um, and you uh, at Fox. I don't know. But well, all that being said, we're 30 minutes into this. We haven't even talked about the race. And we still got to talk about Daytona and the playoffs. Um, first off, let's talk about since we started talking about Project Ninety One. Let's talk about let's talk about Kimi Raikkonen um, and his halfway uh, 
distance exit. Um, of course, I didn't watch the race live, um, so I'll go ahead and let Colton take over on what he thought of Kimmy being there this weekend, coverage based off of Kimmy, uh, and then Kimmy's early exit. Uh, seeing Kimmy was cool. I didn't expect him to do super well. Um, it was cool to see him run up in the top 10, even if it was just a strategy call. Um, they did highlight him quite a bit on the broadcast when he was a little bit more competitive. Um, it really sucks that the 91 track house car is the one that got chastained this yeah. week, but it is what it is. Um, we might see him back, especially if this project 91 thing expands next year. Um, we very well might. Yeah, I think it would be good. I think Kimmy looked like he had fun. Um, and it's very rare um, to see Kimmy in the media with a smile on his face. Um, like, I know Kimmy is a really outgoing and good guy, but he is um, more Kyle Bush than Kyle Bush when it comes to the media. He hates it. Um, and I say this because I'm a Kimmy Raikkonen fan, and I have been for as long as I've watched F1. Um, I was super excited. He's my favorite Formula One driver, um, probably of all time. Uh, not to the extent of Nate with Fernando Alonso, but uh, it was really cool to see him. You know, I, I I watched the highlights when he was in WRC because they don't broadcast that anymore. Um, but it's really cool to see him come back to NASCAR, get a chance at the Cup Series, doing something in a car that more suits his talents and stuff like that. And he looked like he'd be pretty good um, if he did this a little bit more regularly. Um, my only concern was obviously fuck Ross Chastain. He's making me hate him more and more every week. Um, is I don't know what it is. Um, cause we'll talk about Chase Elliott later, but I, I was the biggest Chase Elliott fan and when he was coming up the Xfinity ladder, same thing with Ross. Like I was pulling for him in that 42 to get to cup. So I was like, dude's talented, but now they both just drive like assholes. <laughs> so I don't know what it is. Hopefully Tyler Reddit doesn't go down that that bill as well. But um, Kimmy uh, posted on uh, his Instagram story that um, <laughs> his hand was the size of the meatball on his pizza that he had. Um, so he sprained his wrist. Um, a lot of people were um, being shitheads on Twitter about that, um, saying that he should have known better and as an open-wheel driver to take his hands off the wheel. Um, but it looked like there was some wheel-to-wheel contact, and he climbed over uh, – uh, a wheel with his wheel a little bit um, when he got shunted and that side shunt is something you can't prepare for. So um, these rack opinion steering things are a lot quicker than, than what we're used to. So I wouldn't be surprised that he, uh, he sprained it pretty bad with as much swelling. So hopefully he's recovering and still wants to come back, but uh, there's nothing else that happened in the race. Is there? Uh, not, nothing, uh, nothing that happened. The on the yeah, that, yeah. That wasn't really a, a, a I mean, team. it wasn't a huge deal, let's be honest here. Um, yeah. Um, so um, I'm going to say this. Uh, like I said, uh, I think probably verbatim on Twitter. Little bitch gets out and whines after he does this to everybody else. If, is that is exactly. that uh, is that the sentiment for everybody that's not a Chase Elliott fan? Because, right. like, come on. What's I mean, if Chase Elliott were in that spot, the fans would be pissed if he didn't do the same fucking thing to Larson. And they'd use I, no, we would as, be pissed because he did do it because we don't expect anything else. No, his fans would be pissed if well, he yeah, didn't yeah. move Larson. They would bring up Fontana, 
and say that was an excuse to do it. Um, I think it's even more hilarious when the Chase fans go on and, I mean, him aside, they'll brag about things that like Chastain does, you know, mm-hmm. maybe before Gateway. Um, or you see some of them that just upright fucking applaud, you know, dirty ass driving from Ty Gibbs or whatever. And then they bitch about this. Why not? I don't have words. Listen, um, it's 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 kind of on brand for Chase. Think about it. Um, I saw somebody say, uh, post a meme, um, and uh, I know LTC retweeted it um, on Twitter, and it said he just got loose, and it was him in the Xfinity series, in the Truck series, and in the Cup series, moving someone out of the way because he got got loose the Atlanta right. uh the Canadian Tire Motorsports Park and then I don't remember what happened in Xfinity um but I mean it's, it's on brand for Chase Elliott like he might be the most popular driver I don't know how he's not the heel like Ross Chastain other than the fact that he is the most popular driver um people complained about Kyle Busch whining Kyle Busch is a sore loser um I think Chase Elliott is just a little bitch um like hands down, you, do you can't think- go out here and do the same thing, you know, once a month to other people and then just fucking have a public meltdown after it. So it happens to you. Being a NASCAR fan, I've seen some drivers go from really good graces with fans to bad. Um, Denny is one. He used to get a lot more cheers than he does now. Got a lot of booze lately. Um, fucking, I don't know, Harvick. Maybe as well. I don't know why though. I don't know why people hate Denny Hamlin. I don't either. But he's the think, most genuine person in the garage. Do you think now that Chase is too popular among his fans to ever fall from graces? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, so regardless not, of what he does. He's not gonna get to that Dale Jr. status, but he's a close second. I mean he's a really close second. Like I don't okay, so Junior Nation most likely splits, right? Um, you got some going to Alex Bowman, some going to, I don't know, maybe Kyle Larson now. Um, some, There's quite some, a bit that went to uh, Harvick. Harvick, yeah, and they just sprinkled out. But I think the vast majority of them came on to Chase Elliott Nation, we'll call it, who came from Jeff Gordon fans um, who, who haven't stuck with, with uh, William Byron. I think that as a fan base, he is unstoppable. Um, and, and, and his fans are, are all dumbasses that, that won't, um, no, I, I know there's caveat. There's, there's at least three, um, Keith, I'm not, I'm not talking about you. You know, you're my favorite chase fan. Um, <laughs> uh, but they're, they're all hypocrites. Like it's, it's, it's the same thing every week when somebody else does it to chase, it's not okay, but when Chase does it to somebody else, it's 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 perfectly yeah, fine. And it's it's the ones that watch the races with rose colored glasses or Napa colored glasses, whatever the fuck you want to call it, that really fucking irritate me. Yeah, and I, I, I I'm not I'm not shy to call call them out. Like it, it's getting ridiculous. It's it seems is almost it's getting worse the more that Chase gets into shit. Yeah, it really does, like, and like. The, and it I guess makes, that's, that's good for the sport, though, is it not? I mean, it is because, but I, mean, I feel bad for guys like Keith and my buddy Brian, who all the time are like are genuine Chase fans. Like they'll yeah. be the first to say, "Hey, that was kind of bullshit." Um, 
Yeah, but I mean, we even remember when we called we called Keith right after we got out of the Atlanta race. Right out of Atlanta, he, yeah. he, he was like, "That was a he was, was the middle a really of the stupid road. move." Yeah. He's like, like, "You know what? I get it, but also it's kind of fucking dumb." Yeah, like he was like, "That's a dumb move, but I can't not support my driver." Like, right, like that's what he said. He was like, "I'm, I'm disappointed, but I'm not surprised." Um, yeah. he was he was kind of like that. So, um, yeah, there's some out there, but they get a bad rap just because everybody else is just fucking idiot when it comes to 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 being a chase fan and i'll say that unsubscribe uh, unfollow i don't care uh, come on here debate me <laughs> like we will do a whole show of alex rants versus uh chase Elliott fans because that's how pissed he's at with chase right now um anyway other than that the yeah. race is good other than that the race seemed to be uh pretty damn good um which was Surprising, because when I saw people praising it on Twitter, I was like, this race is going to fucking suck with this package, right? Um, I should have known better. This is more like a, a, a mile and a half super speedway than it right. is a railroad course. So this car's been performing on, on high-speed circuits. Why wouldn't it perform on the high-speed circuit uh, of the world? Um, I don't know. I'm excited that it did. Um, that gives me hope for, for hopefully some changes next year to the racing Four road courses and hopefully short tracks uh, with Martinsville and stuff. And I know I had a test this week, but after looking at the Bozzi and Denny Hamlin stuff, I I don't know that I am confident. So, did you see the back and forth from Bozzi and Denny on Twitter about the test from uh, I guess yesterday and today? No. Okay. Well, I will bring that up. So Bozzi says that they are um, they're testing. Um, they're doing tire testing and then they're doing gear change um, testing to, to have the final drive be longer um, so that they don't shift. Denny Hamlin uh, chimes in and says, yes, this will do something, but it will not do nearly enough. It is like a 10, basically 10 to 15 percent better mark because the problem with what's going on at Martinsville is tire wear is not a thing. Um, the um, reason that. Um, everything is the way it is is because they don't have any fall off. There was a 0.6 second fall off on a 40 lap run on Tuesday's test time. And he said about 10 years ago when Martinsville was one of, if not the best race on the schedule, um, we were looking at 1.6 to two seconds a lap Mm. uh, of lap time gone after 40 laps. So, Denny says it's not going to change. If it does, you might see a bit more passing, but um, they can get around the aero sensitive stuff um, by taking off the diffuser. But it's not going to help because there's so much grip over the course of a of a tire run. The only way that they're going to be able to do that um, is to further limit the gear ratio and also boost the horsepower. So you have an owner. That is talking about horsepower boost. So uh, now that you know the situation, um, and and Bozzi agreed with most of that stuff, um, what what do you think of of that transaction about the uh, Martinsville test? I mean, I I would trust Denny more than I would trust what I'm hearing from a lot of other people. Right. Um, if Denny says this is what will fix it, this is what will fix it. Well, Denny's all pro NASCAR. He's not pro owner, pro driver. He's pro everything. You know, yeah. so he wants to put on the best possible package because he likes money um 
So, I mean, I agree with it. I don't think NASCAR is going to do anything about it. Probably I think not. They're going to stick with what they've got after this test and call it good. Um, our saving grace would be if Goodyear said, no, we want to come out with another tire. Um, but I don't think NASCAR is really going to push for it. I think they're going to take this and run with it. I think that I think that the younger um, the younger owners just need to um, look those other guys across the table in the face, tell them to fuck off, um, and say that we've been doing this our whole lives. All you guys have been doing is owning race cars. Um, it's time for us to take over. Um, and Justin Marks, Brad Keselowski, and Denny Hamlin need to take charge of those meetings in NASCAR. Um, and uh, if it's if it's Kyle Busch to colleague rumors are true and he gets some ownership in there, have him right there with you. Because you know what those four guys are going to say? We need more horsepower. I know Tony's been saying that since they started taking away horsepower. So that's five five owners that should be on to it. So if we have more horsepower, we fix the short tracks, we fix the road courses. We already have perfection on the six – 70 package at the mile and a half and stuff. So maybe, maybe just have the 750 package come back at these other tracks and keep 670 on the big tracks. Maybe, maybe I'd that's okay. That. Um, 670 I, I at every other track that's not Bristol, Martinsville, 900 horsepower. Martinsville and Bristol. If, if they can, if they can push it, they, they should be able to. I don't, I don't see why they wouldn't be able to. Um, so, Denny Hamlin and Brad Keselowski has also said that the cost savings for NASCAR, oh, this was earlier in the summer, um, for for everything is kind of nil um, as far as products and everything. So, um, why are we not just going ahead and spending that extra money on uh, practice right. to make our racing better? Um, this is another thing um, that I think these younger owners could could – bring back two hours of practice right people say you don't need it people say you don't want to watch it but me as a fan going to a racetrack i'm going to spend more money to go to a race weekend if i can watch guys on track three times and then a race um that's exactly. practice qualifying practice um and with the way that everything is you can't make changes to shocks to anything like that in a short amount of time. So 20 minutes of practice and then going qualifying is not doing anything for these teams. They're just running with what they run. Will it make the races a little bit less chaotic? Probably, but also these cars can pass. So yeah, if there's that much parity in the field, like they brag about the new next gen car providing a little bit of practice ain't going to kill anyone. Anything that's going to make the whole field faster. Right. And it's going to separate the guys that would just run mid-pack anyway. Right. Um, you don't have – okay, so look at look at Kyle Busch this year. Um, totally been off. Look at Kyle the Bush whole since of – Look at the whole of uh, SHR, the whole of Ford, basically. Right. They've been terrible this year. You, you think they wouldn't have found something if they got to practice for a couple hours each week? Right. And we'd have even more parity than we already do because we'd have top-tier teams racing against other top-tier teams. Right, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that basically covers everything that we want to talk about with Watkins Glen and stuff. Um, I didn't watch anything about the um, Xfinity race. Um, I know that Kyle Larson did the same thing, essentially, 
and people were clowning him on Twitter for that uh, on on Saturday. Uh, for so Larson didn't do anything on Saturday. Uh, Ty Gibbs took out himself and William Byron, and Larson just so happened to be running a close third. Okay, that's what yeah. it was. Okay, that's right. Okay, I don't know. I was paying attention to what to 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 Twitter uh, late at night because I was sleeping during the day. I'm running off of three hours of sleep too, so um, that's why I've been kind of stuttering and stuff. Uh, so sorry to all the fans for that. Give me, give me another few weeks, and we'll have this ship sailing correctly. I'm gonna be able to do a lot more for the guys when I'm not on, um, and so um, that'll 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 make everything better. Um, but uh, two more things I did want to get into um, is we kind of alluded to it at the beginning of the show was what we think is Ryan Blaney's fate as far as Daytona. But let's talk about just Daytona in general. What are we expecting? Um, so, or, I mean, what are we expecting? Uh, Xfinity is racing on Saturday um, and Cup is – or Friday and Cup is racing on Saturday. So we've got two night races, Firecracker weekend, like – I I expect complete chaos in the last 10 laps of the cup race. I expect the Xfinity race to be pretty damn good with a few of really, really strong contenders um, going into the last lap, last set of corners there. Um, Trucks is off this weekend. Damn. Um, But I expect chaos. I, as a Blaney fan, Expect us to miss the playoffs just because of how chaotic this fucking race is going to be. Yeah. Um, but either way, it's going to be fun. I'm excited. I got a lot of people coming over to watch it. It'll be a good time. So um, I'm happy I'm going to be able to watch the race. This is going to be the first race since before Michigan and Road America that I'll be able to watch. Um, I haven't been able to watch a race with my dad in way longer than that. So I'll be watching that with him uh, at their house on Saturday. That's going to be really cool. Um, my dad says the Cubs gonna have fourteen to sixteen cars finish because of crash. Um, I don't think that this race is gonna be quite nearly as wild as everyone thinks it is. I, I think the majority one, of the race won't be one or one or two, one of two things is gonna happen. Okay, everybody's gonna play it safe from the drop of the green flag to two to go, and it's gonna be one of the most boring races we've seen in the past six years. 2020 Daytona or 2021 Daytona 500. Right. Um, Or it's going to be like 2021 Daytona 500 and everybody's going to have their ass on their shoulders and we're going to have a big one within the first 15 laps. Either way, I don't think that this race is just not going to be boring. I hope to be pleasantly surprised. I hope to see some competition for stage points, for playoff points, for guys that are looking to get higher up in the playoff point rankings um, for stage wins. Um, I'm hoping to see stuff like that. I don't see it. Um, all of the 16 guys that we're going to see um, in the playoffs right now are going to be playing it uh, pretty pretty good for a win. Um, Blaney's the only guy that's going to be playing it safe. <laughs> uh, so totally Kevin Harvick's that shit. Yeah, well. Fuck it, I need a spot. Right, hell yeah. Um, I, you know what? Uh, listen. I don't know um, that I agree with with that happening, um, but it's what NASCAR wants with this system. That's what it comes down to. 
I wouldn't put it past most of the drivers. Um, well, um, so I, that's about it with that. Uh, Colton uh, has uh, has to take a break really quick, so I guess I'll tell you. <laughs> I got a preview preview of what is going to be happening for the next few weeks for me on. FanFuelMotorsports.com. Uh, if you guys are, are on there, uh, you know, this summer I haven't really updated my other stuff. I need to update the uh, the time difference between stage and no stage uh, breaks um, for stuff. I need to update the new Latford system. Um, probably not going to be that um, that exciting because Chase has been running away with the points, so he's probably still running away with them on there, even even though the points uh, structure is different for the full season. Um Still fun to do. I'll probably update it. But um, my biggest project is going to be fixing the playoffs my way, and that is to flip the playoffs on its head. Um, and we'll have two wildcard rounds in a row starting this weekend at, at Daytona to get the last spots in the chase and then another wildcard round uh, at the Southern 500 for – uh, Darlington, which is a driver's track, which makes this even better. So I will be working on keeping up tabs on points for everybody in a system where we do one race, three race, three race, three race. Um, and in this system, Colton doesn't have to worry about Ryan Blaney not being in and MTJ fans don't have to worry about MTJ not being in because I am going to immediately give a first round by to the top 10 in points, they move on to race two of the playoffs and the first of the round, uh, three race round of 12. Dang, mouth gets around. Um, <clears throat> and we have a wild card round in NASCAR. This is how you fix playoffs, in my opinion. <clears throat> Anyone with a win, minimum of six drivers come in on points. That gets your 16 or more uh, for the playoffs. So theoretically, um, in a non-realistic situation that the top 10 does not get a single win and there are 26 different winners, um, you could have 36 people going to the playoffs uh, for this wild card round. Um, so it's a little bit asinine like the playoffs are now with a 35-win season still losing a championship, but in a much more um, competitive and realistic way. <clears throat> 16 people will be going to the playoffs um, this year. 17, excuse me, um, at the moment with um, with MTJ not being out. Um, if a new winner comes in, it would be 18. And so the bottom eight that are not locked into the top 10 in points will be racing for the final two spots in the round of 12 from Darlington to get into the round of 12 um, based on just pure finishing order, top two of those advance. Other than that, the championship's the exact same until you get to the last round. Winning you're in, point your way in from the round of 12 to the round of 8, from the round of 8 to the round of 4. Three races to crown the champion rather than one. And playoff points do matter in the last round. However, regular season playoff points are dropped, and it's only playoff points that you make during the playoffs. That is seven races out of 10, so you potentially have 49 points that you can get up for grabs if you can win a stage or a race uh, in those first seven races to give you an advantage over the other guys for three races at the end of the season. This prevents people um, who complain about the races 
after a championship has been won, uh, which is usually only two or three, um, it's never like six races to go, like people always say on Twitter. Um, from seeing something like that, it prevents guys like Chase, uh, Chase, uh, fucking Colton and I, um, from from uh, having to watch Phoenix as a single round race where somebody can have a bad pit stop and lose a championship. And it also prevents people like Colton and Nathan, who's an MTJ fan, from having a top 10 in the regular season point standings and not being able to get into the playoffs. So I think it's a perfect system. Um, I doubt NASCAR is going to change anything, but it's always cool for me to look at other alternate systems. But Colton is back now. Um, uh, So let's go through some uh, final thoughts, and then we can – Colton is frozen now. Uh, and then we can go ahead and, and shut her off. And it'll be right in an hour. Got you. You're still buffering. Well, I don't know that we have Colton back. All right, then. Um, well, hopefully Colton can uh, hit the button if he can hear me. Um to sign off, I guess I'll go ahead and sign off for both of us since he's frozen. Oh no, he's back. Any final yeah, thoughts before we sign off? No, I'm good. I don't want okay. to jinx it. All right. Um, as I said before, follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you go on Instagram, uh, they don't use capital letters, but anywhere else, it's at Fan Fuel MSM Capital F Capital F Capital MSM. Uh, be checking out stuff that uh, Nathan posts on on all of those socials. Um, some of the stuff that, of course, we post on there as well. Um, and then check out FanFuelMotorsports.com um, in the coming weeks for some more cool stuff. That whole point system I just told you about it's going to be there. Um, get ready for fantasy next year. I didn't really get into it this year. Fantasy is going to be coming next year, so get ready for that. Fan Fuel will be doing fantasy a little bit different than everybody else. Um, we'll see you next week, and we'll see Colton next week um, and somebody else. You uh, won't see me next week if Blaney loses to a non-playoff driver. Okay. So uh, if Blaney loses to a non-playoff driver, there will be no Fan Fuel next week. <laughs> um, we'll take a week off. Colton's going to have to – or maybe, house, maybe so. I'll just like sulk, like wrapped in a blanket, and just stare at the camera for forty minutes. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even know what yeah. to say about the the race. I'm just sad. Yeah, yeah. Just I don't know. Just be there. We'll have somebody on. Um, I'll be at work. Sadly, um, I look forward to getting back on here. Um, I apologize to all the fans for being off for so long. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start escalating. I'm, I, my schedule was so much better on my body. At this new job, so I'm going to push myself to escalate this podcast and the website uh, to heights that I wanted to have them at before. So let's get ready to do that. I'm going to start pushing your guys' asses to be better uh, when I'm not on. (laughs) So we're looking forward to that. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. See you guys.